Good morning, Philadelphia. My name is Rachel Abelard, and I'm here with Corey Parker. And we are the hosts of your favorite, favorite morning show, Wake Up Call. So good morning. Good morning. Good morning. If you're in your car on your way to work, um, be careful. Traffic is crazy. If you're just waking up, hurry up. You're running late to class. And if you are at work just listening to us or in class or getting work done, good morning to you. You know, just make today a, a great day. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. Right? So, you know, finish strong and then really enjoy your weekend. Work hard so you can play hard, all right? So, ah, it's Friday. Corey, how are you doing today? I'm so good, man. Like, I'm so good. I'm so happy. We just posted this post on our Instagram yesterday asking if you guys wanted to be interviewed. And if so, you fill out the interest form. And it hasn't even been 24 hours. And so many of you guys have already shown interest and so waking up to see the numbers i was super excited super happy super blessed like i'm really just in a great mood i finished my homework i was binging love is blind last night and bro this season what season are you watching okay so i just finished season two okay so you suck (laughs) this is what you're saying you're a loser (laughs) what season was that is that um t it's with shake the guy who hated the girl yes girl is that shane um, season Shane, Shayna, yeah, Shane, that Shana. season is so messy. It gets worse, does it? Significant, like the show, like the that's people. insane, dude, insane. But I think it get it gets worse also because I think some people are doing this for clout. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's reality TV. But listen to this: the most recent season apparently was made public online that he's actually engaged to someone else and has a kid. I saw that. I saw that, and I almost had us talk about it for the entertainment segment. But I mean, we can touch on it for sure. We shark. can because that's T. What? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I have so many thoughts on that. Okay, so we should add it. All right, so yeah, let's let's it. let's add it. Let's add it. But how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm like tired. My eye still hurts. Like so, last week I I I guess my cat scratched my cornea. And I've been trying to thug it out for the past week, and it's just not working out. So I'm grumpy today. I keep feeling it in my sleep. I'm not I'm not happy. But I come here, and it's a good day. By the time we're done with the show, I'm smiling. I'm all cheers. So it's it's a good Friday. It really is. It really, truly is. We're here. Uh, we're getting the job done. Boom, pow, bang. All right. Oh, and we have our special guest, Steve, with us today. So, I mean, it's a good day, right? So, guys, the weather is cloudy, as you already know. I don't know when it's going to rain or if it's going to rain It today. rained last night. Did it? Yeah. Oh, it was all wet when I was walking in. Oh. You know what? It was wet. It was wet. So today is just going to be a really cloudy day. Don't expect much rain, at least in Philadelphia. Um, we're going to experience a high of 50, which is pretty up there, and a low of 39. So right now it's 41. So guys, you know, get your, get your little coats on. I actually walked outside in just my sweater. I didn't even have my jacket. So it's really up to you how you want to handle this. Um, so yeah, that's the weather for today. As for Philly happenings, I don't know if you heard, but uh, the Philadelphia Council, they um, just proposed a bill that wants to crack down on casino-style games in convenience stores. They think that there's a um, correlation between casino games and crime, right? Uh, And I I really don't know if that's backed by any math or science, but that's how they feel. So they're looking to um, 
charge a fine businesses a thousand dollars per machine if it is found in their convenience store or anything like that anywhere outside of a casino itself. Corey, have you ever gone gambling? No, never. Is that the that's not the same as the lottery tickets? No, it's those slot machines like oh, in, no. in the casino. Aren't I too young? No, you're 18. You can do it now. Oh, so no, I still haven't. Can you do it? Oh my gosh. You know, actually there's a fine for me in New Jersey because I went to a casino at age 18 and I touched one of the machines and they said, you're not supposed to do that. So how do they know you you were 18? I don't know. I guess I looked young. The lady walked up to me. She's like, can I see your ID? And I was like, Oh, I think I lost it. And then they took me to the security office and then gave me a fine. I think there was a warrant. So Jersey, ah, I'm out here. Ah, and you, you didn't arrest me yet. Ah, but yeah, don't you can't go. There's, gambling did you yet. did you just do that? Yeah. Like, no shame. No shame. They'll Period. get they'll get the money when they get it. Let me get my life together. Wait, please. that was like five years ago. Yeah, that was a hot minute. So you never paid it? No. Period. I don't even know where to find. I don't even know how to pay the fine anymore. It's not even do anymore. Probably. I know. Yeah, they probably forgot about me. But <laughs> anyway, it's really not that deep. Yeah, it's, it really isn't. But guys, like, if you like gambling, stop. It's built to scam you out of your money, and they can choose um, how hard the game is to win anyway. So, you know, check yourselves. But yeah, Philadelphia wants to kind of remove that from convenience stores, and I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, you know, we're we're eliminating the option to get involved in something that a lot of people are addicted to so why not why not right um so now we're gonna go into club announcements Corey, do you have any club announcements for bsu i do oh does she i do guys tonight is bsu's open mic (gasps) also known as shades of expression happening at 7 p.m in the t-pack so make sure y'all pull up dj drew will be djing um um What's Ethan Lathrobe will be performing. Ramage will be performing. Um, is Cobana performing? I don't think so. Astro is performing. Okay. All these people are performing. So it's a night you don't want to miss. Right, guys. Like, get tap in. Tap in. Seriously. We got a bunch of local celebrities, and you want to say that you're the first person to see them live before they blow up. Period. Hello. Period. Including Corey. Um, so Besides the BSU thing, we have a resume workshop today at 3 p.m. in the SAC, room 220, hosted by Temple First and Tri Alpha Temple. So, guys, if you want to get your resume spruced up, which you probably should, um, no resume is perfect. There are full-on professionals out there that are still paying to get their resumes done. Um, So go to the resume workshop. This is free opportunity to to really get your life together. So do that, all right? What's up? There's also a career fair for Klein. So if y'all are in Klein... Make sure y'all head on over to their career fair that's happening today. Um, what time is it? What time? That I'm not sure. And it's not online either. So just go to Klein. <laughs> but Steve's coming. He'll be able to tell you. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go to that. Like the You can't if you're not in Klein. Watch me. Mm. Rachel won't look like Rachel. Nah. Anyway, um, so <laughs> we also have the Sports Media Society for Women. They're hosting a watchathon in room 200A in the Student Center. Um, they're trying to get more members. So if you're a woman in sports, you like learning about sports media, you you're you you want to be involved, start networking and start today. All right. So they're gonna have their watch party. They're gonna watch the 76ers game. Ooh, they might end up seeing um Mia. <laughs> perform for the 76ers so guys you know tune in they're going to be doing icebreakers games there's going to be snacks all that good stuff so be there if you want all right um and i think that's about it for club announcements yeah man that's it that's it so guys we're going to take a little break but when we come back we're going to talk about alabama we're going to talk about 
possibly pollution. We're going to talk about all things entertainment, and then we're going to have our interview. But until then, listen to the tunes. This is Crew Love by Drake. Good morning, guys. This is Wake Up Call. I'm Rachel, and I'm here with... Corey Parker. And I'm also here with our very special Friday guest... Oh, Steve Butler. Yes. I we're, we're self-introducing now? Okay. <laughs> you know, I like to get the voice introduced. Didn't see the script. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, guys, so we are now in our um, new segment where we touch on the real world and all the things that are happening, the things that pique our interest. And today, that thing is Alabama. So have you guys heard of um, the, the Supreme Court ruling on embryos in Alabama? Yes. No. No, you haven't? Okay, so <laughs> well, until gonna, today. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to give you the quick rundown, okay? So uh, in Alabama, the Supreme Court, last week they ruled that frozen embryos uh, created through in vitro fertilization or IVF are considered children under state law and therefore subject to legislation dealing with the wrongful death of a minor if one were to be destroyed. Now, recently there was three couples, I believe, that... Uh, their embryos accidentally got destroyed in an accident at a fertility clinic, and they are looking to sue because of this ruling that just happened. So this is all happening back to back to back. So now Alabama's largest hospital and two other huge clinics, they paused in vitro fertilization treatments uh, as of Wednesday because they don't want to get involved in the whole legal aspect of it all. All right. And for those who don't know, in vitro infertilization, or IVF, involves combining sperm and eggs in a lab to create embryos and then implanting one or more of these embryos in a person's uterus, okay? So extra embryos are usually frozen and stored just in case, um, but they're also frequently discarded if they have any abnormalities or anything like that or if patients don't want to use them or anything like that. So, guys, how are we feeling about this? I mean... Well, the other thing about this, too, is... I tried to. There's been so much heat around the story that I've been trying to figure out what uh, exactly, how it got started. Like, what was the original lawsuit about? And it's hard to actually find that. I read a few articles, and I think basically what happened was it was an accident and that, that destroyed some embryos. I think that's how right. this all ended up in court to begin with. But and it doesn't. I, they weren't fertilized. I, the, you know, I think the, the question here is uh, just frozen embryos, and and which is odd that that's the way the court ruled. Um, very, very ultra, ultra conservative court, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not sure if this is going to be a problem that spreads beyond Alabama because I kind of feel like there's so, so many women who've had their uh, eggs frozen. Uh, I mean, I personally know of a couple. So I do just a decision they made because they thought maybe later on, you know, uh, you know, as their careers get going and everything, that's something they would consider uh, doing in, in, vitro, in vitro. So, I, yeah, I, I'd be surprised if it – and plus it's a horrible – if you're, a, a, you know, of a conservative party, um, it's like a horrible thing to be debated right during uh, an election year. I, I don't think anybody really wants to, you know, to have that out there for people to vote against. But, uh, yeah, it's a crazy story. And um, – and, and, like, there's a lot of heat. Like, I think there's a lot of comment about it but where we don't, like, necessarily have all of the backstory. But, I mean, clearly the court said what it did. And if you're a hospital, you don't want to take the risk. Same, you know, with the abortion rulings. You know, you don't, you don't want to take a risk of 
helping out a woman who has to terminate a pregnancy for some reason, uh, usually a medical necessity, and you don't want to take that chance of, you know, performing it and then being arrested. So this is, yeah, it's tough. It's It's been a rough year. Yeah, Yeah, no, for (laughs) real. And what makes it worse is that it's a little ironic, right? Because... You know, you, you say you cherish life. Yeah, you're trying to create life. And, <laughs> you're trying to create life. Yeah. And now you're making it just a little harder. And also, I, I guess this, someone probably already answered this, but I'm confused about if, you know, you're considering an embryo to be kind of a, a living being or a child, then is freezing it a form of abuse? Oh, I don't, well, I know, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's funny. One of the great memes I saw on social media was somebody posted a picture of, like, an egg out of, like, an egg carton, like, from the grocery store and just had the word, uh, this is the chicken on it, which, of course, it's not. It's an egg. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it's, yeah, the whole thing is just um, a little out of control. I did see an interview last night that somebody dug out with the uh, uh, chief of that of the Supreme Court in, in uh, Alabama. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was kind of scary. It was kind of a scary interview. So anyway, um, yeah, that's we'll see where it goes. I, like I say, I'd be really surprised if this, if this you know ruling caught on in many other states because I just think there's too much uh, at, at stake politically. I'm shocked that it even made it this far. How do you feel, Corey? Me too. And I feel like kind of like what you were saying, Steve. It's pretty popular, and I feel like for a lot of people to be using the celebrities use this because they just have pregnancy problems. There's a girl from Love Is Blind that just talked about going through IVF cycles. So many people go through it. It's such a common thing. Mm-hmm. So to kind of put a pause on it, I feel it's kind of just disrespectful and sad, especially to those that already have struggles with having kids. Um, so like you also said, guys, um, especially with the political um, and stuff going on now in the presidential election coming up, definitely a messy time to be doing this. But I guess politicians don't care. I don't well, know. this was a judge... Who, yeah, who probably doesn't care about politics because it's uh, – but it's Alabama. So, you know, maybe it's a very conservative state. So maybe he thought he was reflecting, you know, the will of most of the uh, people who live there. So uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, this just happens, so we'll see how it, it all plays out. But it's an interesting story. Yeah, this is this is honestly, in my opinion, this is strictly opinions just being tossed around as fact. Um, and, you know, we did – we, Corey, you and I have mentioned the separation of church and state at some point. People are using, you know, their religion as a defense for this. So I, I also wanted to talk to you about this, right? Because um, you're, you're a religious person. Uh, yeah. And so how do you feel just about the whole topic of abortion and embryos and da-da-da-da? Have you had tough conversations with people in your church about this? Like, is this something that pops up in a, in a, at all? I've never had this conversation in a church before or in a church setting or with church people. For me personally, I feel like it's really up to you. If you want to have an abortion, do it. For me personally, I would never do it because I personally just feel like I'd feel guilty for a while. Um, But, yeah, I think it really depends on the person. Um, But at the same time, I feel like it also sometimes can depend on, like, the circumstance as in a way, too. Um, but at the end of the day, it really comes down to the person. I don't think it should be a law forcing people to, you know, not have an abortion or saying you have to keep the child. I don't think that's fair either. But like I said, for me personally, I wouldn't do it. Mm. Um, I just know I feel guilty. I wouldn't be able to get rid of the guilt. OK, OK. And I'm guessing that guilt comes from a place of like, oh, this could have been a, a living being. kind of Exactly. Thing. It could have been. It could have been the next big person in the world. It could have been this. It could have been that. 
and I would just feel guilty. I would feel awful, especially if I know it came from me just having fun. Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if it came from me just having fun, messing around with some random dude, and poof. Yeah. 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 Here's a baby. I would really feel bad. You know. Yeah. yeah Which yeah. is why I also like don't feel pressure to do anything now. <laughs> Nikki Haley, who was running for president, she she revealed that she had the. Uh, that's how one of her children came about was through IVF. Oh. Yeah. Which was interesting because their first comments on it were a little – she fumbled their first comments on a little bit. And then, of course, we got more detail and she sort of refined her message on it. But, yeah, that was interesting to hear that. Very so, interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Which just proves it's very popular. Pretty it's popular. It's very, very popular. And very common. Yeah. Very common. So to put a yeah. pause on this is, I think, absolutely insane. Yeah. Because there's so many women that wouldn't be able to have kids had it not been th- for this. Right. And another thing that I wanted to touch on, like – so in these clinics, they will toss out the embryos that seem to have any abnormalities. Now, how do we feel about about that as well? Kind of just um, creating an environment where a child with the least likeliness of having, um, you know, a, a lifelong disability of some kind or issue of some kind, um, removing that you know, a, a opportunity, I guess. How do you guys feel about that? Is that... Is that problematic in terms of being able to provide life, picking and choosing what kind of life you want um, for your baby? Is that is that weird as well? Is that? Oh, people do far worse. I mean, they, you know, <laughs> you know when they pick uh, sperm donors, for instance. I mean, they you know look for I don't know whatever they look for. Right, right, right. Know, looks or strengths, and although there have been some sperm donors of the past that are pretty uh, entertaining. Amongst entertainers, I should say, it's it's been interesting. Like Melissa Etheridge, uh, she had a child, and uh, the guy who donated the sperm was David Crosby, who was a well, a very popular musician. But they're both musicians, but and a well-known drug addict. It was like, <laughs> of all the guys out there, <laughs> you de- you decided to pick him as a sperm donor. It was, it was a little weird. But I don't. For me, if if these are, eggs are are not fertilized, it, it feels like the debate sort of ends right there. I mean, they're not. I don't know. I, right. I, yeah, I'm not sure it really at that point matters. Right. Uh, but I think uh, there's. I'm sure a lot of leftover eggs thrown away. Women change their mind, or or maybe they weren't needed because maybe because they usually try several times, and if, if they weren't needed, um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't it seems like an odd argument to me, but you know. very odd, very odd. I just feel bad. Honestly, this whole situation just has me feeling bad. <laughs> like, I really do. I feel yeah. bad for so many of those people that struggle, yeah. and now they can't even do anything about it. Like, that's immediately what I thought. Because mm. like you said, I know people, not personally, but like, maybe I do know people personally, I just don't know that they did yeah, it. honestly. But there's so many people that I just hear in the media that have gone through IVF. Mm-hmm. So that's just really depressing. And then you've got the alternative that's adoption, right? Like if you can't have a baby and if you're in Alabama and it makes it even harder to do that, okay, you can adopt. But the process for adopting a child is so extensive and selective that also makes it hard for people to have babies if they want. And then that adds to the problem of um, children not having homes, children not living lives that they should be living, uh, children dying in circumstances that they shouldn't really be dying in. This is a mess, to, mm-hmm. to put it simply. This is a mess. Yeah, so, it, it varies. Adoption especially varies so much from state to state. So, yeah. yeah. Our, our daughter is actually adopted, so we went through that process. Really? really? How, can yeah. you like? Can you give us just a quick she, rundown? Well, of that she, we adopted her from Korea, mm. overseas. Um, there was a time 
uh, Korea hosted the Olympics in I forget what year, but there were there was this move to this is, sounds horrible, but there was a move to make sure there were no children, orphans running around the streets of Seoul during the Olympics. That was sort of uh, something the government didn't want to see happening. And so there was a big surge of adoption during that period. So, yeah, that's when we adopted it. But it wasn't uh, – doing it from overseas was actually, I think, a little bit easier than doing it, you know, uh, locally. Really? Well, well, we have to, like, you know, find a mother and go through different steps in the agency. I mean, the major thing we had a hurdle was, in this case, was uh, immigration. Mm-hmm. Okay. You had to go through, you know, get approval to, through immigration. Right, so. right, right, right. Yeah. That is so interesting. Huh. So, she, you, so she got her green card at like five months old. So yeah, it was good. yeah. Wow, she was five months old. <laughs> yeah, you had because you have to have, you know, wow. some sort of citizenship papers. So know. is it harder to adopt? I know kind of, you know, it's harder to adopt <clears throat> younger children. This is what I've heard. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's harder to adopt younger children because everyone's looking to like have a baby and, you know, say that they raised a baby. Um, was that process? Well I, well, I think the opposite is more of the problem. I think it's harder for older children to be adopted. That's that's the sad part. Oh, yeah. no, no. I meant like hard for parents to find younger children to adopt because it's so popular. Well, usually they hire somebody who's a broke, like a, a lawyer who's a broker in that area. Mm. They have baby uh, brokers? Yes. Yeah. This is crazy. But they're usually attorneys. They don't usually put that on the sign. But <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby broker. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's, you know, they know, you know, they may have connections of a woman who knows she wants to give a child up for adoption. And, you know, they, they make the deal happen. Huh. Usually there's money involved in yeah, that situation. Yeah. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, it's, it's a process. It really is. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, like Steve said, like Corey said, we will see how this goes, how this plays out in the future. Um, Alabama, you are you are on thin ice with me. OK, you will <laughs> never see my face again. I'll say that. Uh, so, guys, do we have any final thoughts on this one? On that one? No, I, I have two quick things before I got to go yeah. to class. Uh, one is um, you mentioned that there's a concert or something going on tonight at uh, the T- at TPAC. Yeah, BSU's having an open mic. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Yeah. If you've never been in that building, I've never been. Check it out. You know, it's a, it was a church. Oh, it was. Yeah, and it's beautiful. It's it was called the Baptist Temple, mm-hmm. and it, it turned into a performing arts center. And it's a really gorgeous building. Um, has some stained glass and everything, and it's uh, a great concert venue. If uh, you know, if you've never been there before, and then I'm on my way after class to the temple uh, to the Klein College um, Career Fair, which I did hear you talk about. I just want to give a quick shout-out to the one who runs it because it's her last one. She's retiring, and uh, she does an amazing job. Just the companies that are going to be there, it's just, it's, it, it's, it floors me, like, how they all come. And they, and they, want, like, they want to. Like, some of them are, like, you know, couldn't, couldn't fit, and they want to really, really want to be there. I don't know, we have to be yet to find a place for us because they really rely on uh, Temple students being part of their, uh, of their companies and their internships uh, moving forward. So, so anyway. Wait, hold on. Before you go, are, do you have to be a client student to go to this event, yeah. or can we yeah. wiggle yeah, our way in? Yeah, you do. Okay. Well, you we, can sneak in and look yeah, around, we're gonna, maybe. We're going to wiggle our way in. Um, <laughs> I have to go to BSU. Oh, goodness. What time is it again? Uh, okay, so if you're a senior, you can go show up at 11 because they, they, you get preference. And then at noon, everybody else. So noon to 2 for everybody else. 
So anyway. Okay. All right. We'll figure that out. All right. Well, Did we just say that on the radio. You can sneak in. I don't know. We didn't say I'm not it. Sure. it was never it's, said. Yeah, right. It's at the student activity center. I mean, I don't know. It's, all right. Exactly. Oh, is that the student it's, center? It's, yeah. It's a pretty porous environment. Oh, so Corey, sure. we're walking in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> but so we're not dressed. dressed. I don't care. You'd want to be dressed. Yeah, yeah. they're not oh. going to take you seriously. Yeah, you want to be dressed. That's like walking in with your pajamas. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Corey got her do rag on today. Today is not the day. Oh. Today. Anyway, don't call her out. Right. If mom and dad are listening, I'm joking. There you go. Yeah. All right, Steve. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you uh, so much. Have a great weekend. <laughs> yes, we'll see you on Monday. <laughs> yeah, take care. Right, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys. So um, up next, we're going to chat about some of the entertainment news. We're going to talk about Normani. We're going to talk about Love is Blind, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams, right? Um, but until then, take a listen to these tunes, all right? And we will be back in a few. So what are we playing, Corey? One call away. Boom. <laughs> He did that. He did that. Like, he was singing from his heart in that studio, like, crying, shedding tears, for sure. For sure. It's really sad. Very sad. I didn't know that was Eminem. That, oh, yeah, man. Until I looked. Yeah, bro. He did that. He did that. Um, so, guys, this is our entertainment segment. Um, I'm excited. Me too, man. So, the first thing I wanted to talk about is Normani. She just announced her debut solo album, Dopamine, okay? Now, Normani hasn't dropped a song in, like, how many years? It's been, what? A few, like three, four? It's been since 2019. Oh. 2021, 22, 23, 23. Guys, that's five, six years that this woman has not dropped music, okay? So Normadi, she got her start with Fifth Harmony in 2012. Um, they dropped three albums. Did you like Fifth Harmony? They were my favorite. I went to their concert. They were my first concert ever. And really? she gave me a heart. One of them touched my hand because we were all the way up in the front. Yeah. They touched my hand, gave me a heart, and I didn't wash my hand that entire night. Oh, you were a fan fan. I was a fan. And, like, you touched my hand. Okay, so since you were a fan, you're great. Because I, I, I didn't really listen to them, right? And I didn't really know about them. But they've been on social media a lot because of their drama, right? And people say that they all approach the music group as if they were all solo artists. So they would sing over each other. They would beep with each other. Was the concert like that? Do you remember the concert kind of being like Girl, that? Girl, that was so long ago. She didn't make a song since 2019. That means Fifth Harmony was ended dead and gone like i don't even know yeah they i think they they ended in 2016 16 like bro i was a kid yes they said they're going on a, on a hiatus oh it was in 2018 on valent uh in in march 2018 they said that they're going on an indefinite hiatus and then you know of Please. course when boy bands and girl bands they split up. It's always a race to see who's going to be the first solo artist, right? Everyone wants to be the Justin Timberlake of their group. And unfortunately, it seems as if the Justin Timberlake of this group is Camila Cabello, which everyone hates. Apparently, she's racist. So, Camila. She is? Yes, bro. They bullied Normani. All of them? Yeah. Well, Camila. I don't know about the rest of them. The rest of them, they're all minorities. Except, is Lauren my... I don't know. I think they're all minorities. Listen, it's there's a difference between... You know, when they say there's a difference between, like, people of color and black people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we can all be minorities, but there's still a, a social hierarchy. We still have colorism coming into play, texturism coming into play, all that stuff. Um, it still exists. It's just going to look slightly different. So, Camilla, if the rumors are true, you are on thin ice with Alabama, okay? Like, you, we're not friends, okay? You... I, I I can't I can't and you're not that good of a singer anyway. So Normani, we are wow. 
You just did that on public air. I did. And I'll say it again. She can sit right here and I'll say it again. If you want to interview with us, Camilla, just let me know. Um, <laughs> she dated what's her space, Sean Mendez. Yes. And apparently that was a PR relationship. You know what? Let me. A lot of them are PR relationships. You heard people are saying Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Yes. I mean, I've been thinking that from the beginning because there's just no way. It's smart, right? Like you're going to bring. I, I, I still don't. I haven't seen any stats about if the NFL, uh, the NFL, if the Super Bowl had more viewers because of Taylor Swift this year. Oh, 100% didn't. People are literally stats. No, but like there was a whole time that said I'm only here because of Taylor Swift. Really? I didn't see that. Like, be so for real. I'm so dead. I'm so dead. So yeah, like PR relationships, blah 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 blah. But Normani, we're rooting for you, okay? As a black woman in the industry, and it's Black History Month, we are rooting for you. And hopefully, this album does something, okay? Because um, yes, in 2019, when you dropped, what was it? Motivation. People loved it, but it still didn't get the attention that I felt it needed. Okay. Her music um, was great. Right. Like you do your thing. You do your thing. All right. Um, So that's that on that for music news. Next, we're going to talk about Wendy Williams. Okay. Oh, my gosh. So recently, a couple weeks ago, Corey and I chatted about her documentary and, you know, how they just really go into her issues with addiction, her issues with her. um, She has multiple. Well, what is it? Multiple disorders? Yeah, she has aphasia and dementia now. Now now she has aphasia. Right. And. Fronto te- frontotemporal dementia, okay? Um, so just on Thursday, her team said that she received her diagnosis last year and that the conditions have already presented significant hurdles in Wendy's life, okay? So just for those who don't know, aphasia is a condition that affects the ability to speak, write, and understand language, according to Mayo Clinic. Um, the language disorder yes so it is considered a disorder it can occur after strokes or head injuries and it can lead to dementia Mm -hmm. so this is probably um her frontal temporal dementia is probably connected to that it's also known as ftd it's one of the several types of dementia that causes nerve damage in the frontal and temporal lobes which leads to loss of function in those areas um according to the alzheimer's association so Wendy is going through it, right? But um, it it really is crazy. But we're going to remember her for, you know, the person she was. Uh, I grew up listening to her on the radio. She, in in a weird way, is kind of an inspiration for talk show hosts, for all things media, digital media. Um, So Corey and I, we're going to play a clip from Wendy Williams from back in the day when she used to do an entertainment segment called The Down Low in Philadelphia. So let's play that clip right now. Imagine Johnson had a party for his wife, Cookie. Right. And I don't know exactly what the party was all about. I just know that it was at the House of Blues in Los Angeles. And Birthday, there were all- maybe? Excuse me. I don't know. And there were a lot of, um, you know, famous people there. Halle Berry, Vivica Fox, Angela Bassett was there. Um, I understand Marla Maples was at the party. And everybody's dancing, having fun. Then, wit- then excuse me, Bobby jumps on stage oh, and grabs Lord. a mic. You know he does this wherever he can find one. And he begins singing. Totally, <laughs> totally off-key and totally, you know, making everybody very mad the dance floor just empty Mm. and all you can hear is whitney screaming at the top of her lungs at bobby to get off the stage get off the stage get off the stage when he finally does get off the stage he's the king of r&b he was high that night and and listen to the statement (laughs) listen to the statement that that magic said about them well first of all magic ended up throwing both of them he has some nerve right out of his party Mm. for his wife cookie and he was overheard saying He's high, and whatever he's on, she's on too. Wow, <laughs> wow, wow! That's insane. She's really eating, like I know. she's eating. I know. So it's really unfortunate to see that 
she's kind of falling apart right in front of our very eyes. You know what I mean? She. But people think it's karma. <sighs> yeah. Do you think it's karma? I don't think it's karma. I think, you know, ish happens. But she didn't put good into the world all the time. She did not. She but didn't. some people argued that while she didn't put it in good into the world, she was doing her job A and y'all were feeding into it B. Yeah. That's pretty much if you're playing a character and I was just listening to a podcast the other day, right, where they kind of outlined how in the world of entertainment, you have to pick a side. You can't be just the good guy. You can't be. Well, you can't be in the middle. That's what it was. They said you can't be in the middle. It's either you're the good guy. It's either you're the Drew Barrymore's of the world or you're the bad guy. You're the uh, uh, who's a bad guy. Wendy Williams of the world, right? So it's, if you're going to get involved in drama, lean into it, okay? If you're going to talk about gossip, lean into it. It's her job. Granted, she put people in some very dirty positions. Um, she has said a lot of very dirty things. Like, she she definitely, you know, she didn't put good into the world. She did not. But I still feel bad. She Me was, too. You know, uh, she's, I'm not going to say she's a pioneer for black women because there were a lot of black women before her, but she did her thing. She did. Right. She did her thing. So, um, you know, apparently she says she's doing better. I saw reports saying that she's still struggling with her alcoholism issue and how she's still kind of just going through the same stuff. Whatever it is, Wendy, we are, we're rooting for you. At least I'm rooting for you. No, definitely. Like good person, bad person or not going through these health issues are terrible. And like dementia, I saw something that said, you're just slowly losing that person day by day. And so her family, her friends that have to watch this happen, that's super sad. So whether you like her or not, I think it's good to at least empathize with her because you wouldn't want your family members to be going through that either. Nah, man. Like, I could cry over this. This is so weird. We're getting to an age. (laughs) Corey's looking at me like, girl, what are you talking about? We're getting to an age where we're going to see the people that we grew up with, the legends that we cared about, the people that we've always talked about. They're getting older. They are. You know, they're getting pregnant. They're dying. They're doing this. They're doing that. It's getting hard out here. Like, I don't know. These people aren't going to live forever. Um, So I'm really sad for some reason. I don't even follow Wendy like that. Um, but you know, she's, she's irreplaceable. Okay. She's irreplaceable. She really is. Exactly. With irreplaceable. The pipe. Exactly. What, what did Beyonce <laughs> She said, and since you know my everything. Yeah, exactly. Except it's not easy, Wendy Williams. It's not easy to replace you. Exactly. Um, she was one of the top hosts alongside Ellen DeGeneres and mm. the women of The View. Like, girl. It's crazy, man. How you doing? Right. <laughs> my, so aunt, my aunt would do that all the time. She'd see us. How you doing? 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 Oh, man. Wendy, shout out to you, bro. For real. Um, but, guys, that's it for... Oh, we didn't talk about Love is Blind. We have to talk about it real quick. Okay. Bro, okay. Yeah. Love is Blind. Yeah. Season 6 yeah. came out Valentine's Day. So, dang, that was a whole week ago. Bro, time is flying. flying. Oh, my gosh. I can't. That's crazy, man. Yeah. But, anyway, Love is Blind, season 6. So much drama. You need to catch up. You need to just hurry up. And the good thing about Love is Blind, you don't need to watch it in order. Right. You know the concept. So now you just watch the people. Watch. So I, so I should skip season three, four, or five? 
No, I gotta watch five because Taylor Rue's in it. Woo woo! Yes, Shout out do. Taylor. Yeah, Taylor Rue. It's watch five and six. Okay. Okay. Dang. Okay. And honestly, Love Is Blind is one of the shows you can skip around once you know which couples are gonna get engaged. You don't really need to see them propose. I like the whole drama. I like the drama um, of everything. Okay, but for an example, there's couples that you know from the jump are gonna propose to each other. Mm. So why do I need to watch you actually get on a knee and propose? Not like she's gonna see you underneath. I like to see the reactions because some people look at each other like, dang, you know, they're thinking, dang, you're ugly. Yeah. Like they're thinking that, you know, and then you just have to see them keep on moving. Right. So what happened with the guy that was like already married and stuff? Like, So he is engaged. He was engaged Mm -hmm. and already had a kid. Love is blind. What was his name? And that's Ah. when he signed up for the show. He signed up for the show in the midst of all of this. I guess. What was he have? Is he not engaged anymore? Like, so, what is happening? Jeremy is his name. Mm-hmm. Alleged, his alleged ex suggests that they were engaged when he applied to be on the show. But I was confused because when Taylor was on the show, she said that they like DM'd her, right? So he was one of the people that applied. So he didn't even get reached out to. Well, that also means that Love is Blind didn't do their research because you should have known he was engaged and had a kid even. And he's dating Laura in this season, which I think is an interesting couple. I'm not finished with the season yet because, you know, they drop it different times. Um, But I don't like them as a couple. It's interesting. Yeah. I got to see it then. You need to catch up. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to spoil it. I just realized I spoiled it. I don't know these people and I forget names easily. So this means. True. Yeah. One year out the other. They need to do a New York season. What? New York season. Because each season is a different city. Oh. So the first season was Atlanta. This season is Charlotte. Last season was Houston. Season before that was Dallas. They did... No. Season before that... Hold on. They did Seattle. So it was... This is Charlotte. Last season was Houston. Was Houston. Before that was Seattle. Before that was Dallas. Okay. I think. Guys, if you haven't gotten on this show yet, it's really tea. Like, I'm not a reality TV girl, but... It's fun. It's it's exciting to see the people that lean into the the experiment, the people that like don't take it as seriously, people trying to fight themselves to stay on the show. It is so interesting. So I'm ready for the next season. Maybe I'll skip to season five. You should. Yeah, so we can chat about I it. I forgot about these. <gasps> Bro. She's looking it up right now. She's <laughs> And the reunion's the best. Oh the my. Best. They're so messy. They're so messy. And they get I, only get messier. Yo, my jaw was on the floor last night watching the, the reunion for season two. Who was I'm in like, season two? So it was like Shake, Shane, Oh, Shana, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were talking about like who got together after the show. The, a lot of that. The breakups, the people that are still together, which are no longer together, which not surprised, really, truly. Which ones aren't together? The um uh T- Terrence? Tracy? Ashley, I'm bad with names. Um, I'm just saying. Season two? Season two, man. So both of the couples didn't last. The one guy was, I'm not going to out people on air, but I had a hunch that he was queer, like a gay man, and he was in the straight relationship. I'm like, was he black? No, he was white. Uh, Listen, we'll talk about this. Was it Shane? It It wasn't Shane. It was the other guy that was in the relationship with the girl with the dark hair. I'm like, there's no way he's straight. Can I say this on air? I don't know. Well, you already said <laughs> What has been done has been done. Oh, Cole. Cole, maybe. Cole. Artiste. Girl, he was not, like, they could have been best friends. They could not, that was not. Uh, the one that was dating the Asian woman? No, no, no. That was Shane. Shane ended up getting with Shane. Oh, mm. girl. Oh, we got are, are you on the season with Zanab? Uh, well, I didn't start season three yet. 
Bro, she's a hot mess. Really? So I should watch season three. Oh, yeah, you do. You just need to watch all of them. Yeah, when I catch up, we can really have a comprehensive like conversation about this. Um, but guys, that's the end for this entertainment segment, okay? Uh, <laughs> I had fun, but we are... I'm really excited because the next segment, we're going to be interviewing a very, very special guest and a host of another podcast that we yeah. might be featured on. Ooh. Ooh. But first, of course, you got to listen to the tunes. We got to build the anticipation. So yeah. we'll be back after this short break, okay? I wanna get wild. What? Yo, Normani, when I tell you she's underrated, and I'm saying this as someone that doesn't even listen to her, like this girl is good. She deserves a lot more success than what she has, period. Period point blank, poo. Poo. <laughs> All right, guys. So now for this segment, it's our Who's Awake With Us segment. Corey, you want to open this up? Sure. Let's do it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm super excited. This one has been in the works for literally like two months. <laughs> months. But listen, so like Rachel said, it's time for Who's Awake With Us. Today we have a busy man with us in the studios today. Not only is this man the co-host for the What Type of Time podcast, he's also an entrepreneur, mentor, and is currently in the process of releasing his own podcast as well. So with that being said, please help us welcome the one and only Seam Bleeder. What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm so happy to be here. Hey. hey. I'm so, so happy to be here. No, it's so exciting to have you here. Like Rachel said, literally been two months. Like, literally. we've been talking about this. We met on the phone November? Was that, was that November? Yeah, I think it was right before the New Year. Yeah. That was right before the New Year, yeah. Yeah, that's decades. crazy. Well, now you're actually here. So, welcome yeah. to Wake Up Call. And I'm he here. found his way actually to the studio. Like, that's crazy. Right, We're right, so right. hidden. You know what's crazy? When I was outside, I wasn't sure, like, where to park at. That's what took me longer. You're I wasn't good. sure where to park at. And I'm like, I see all these buildings. Like, where am I going? I'm not really sure. I'm familiar from over here, though. I didn't know that you guys record right here. Yeah. So that's like, you know, now when I drive past, I will always think about you guys. Do you <laughs> come I'm through always, here? Yeah, I literally drive through here probably like every day. Why? Because uh, I do my, like, so I'm a, uh, a personal contractor. So oh. like where I like deliver at is like right on this uh, route. So no way. Oh, I'm always over here. Yeah. All right. Well, welcome. welcome. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We'll give you a tour, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Our little box room. Right. That's all we it's have. nice. I like it. <laughs> no, it's Thanks. cool. It's cool. I like it. But listen, you're on wake up call scene, so we have to ask you our routine questions, right? Okay. No pun intended. What's your morning routine? Like, give us your whole wake up routine. Give us the timestamps. Give us just give us the details. Okay. Okay. So, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't have, like, a steady uh, routine in the morning, but uh, I am, like, a morning person, so I do wake up early. Um, so, when I do get up, uh, first thing I do, you know, of course, get myself together. But prayer, first thing in the morning, I'm definitely big on prayer uh, before I get my day started. Um, before I, like, start getting to work, I like to, like, you know, read at least, like, I'm big on quotes. I'm big on quotes. So I think uh, quotes uplift me in the morning and stuff like that. So, I will uh, read quotes, like, within myself. Like, to keep me going and stuff like that. I used to post it on my story. Uh, I don't really do that anymore. Um, but, um, you know what I mean? I Basically, I uplift myself in the morning, you know, eat my breakfast, get ready for work. That's my daily morning routine. So what time do you wake up? You said you're a morning person. Yeah, I'm a morning. So um, I will wake up, like, sometimes it's 5, sometimes it's, uh, from 5 to 8, that's when I'm waking up. So it depends on the day. So five, it depends. 5 to 8. 5 through 8. So it depends on the day. So, like, probably, like, uh, in the beginning of the week, like, from Monday through Wednesday, I'm up early. So that's when I'm up like five in the morning because that's when I got to be out the door earlier. Um, but uh, I would say like for the rest, throughout the rest of the week, I can sleep in a little more. Um, I got my own schedule. 
You know what I mean? I'm not working that nine to five job no more. Like, you know good, what I mean? I'm definitely good, in my good. entrepreneurship this year. Right. So uh, I feel like I just got more time, you know what I mean, to make my own schedule and things like that. So I would say from five to eight PM. I'm at eight five, eight AM. That's insane. That's He's what I'm the second to be morning person. Not well this week. Yeah. Okay. You're the second yeah. morning person I that we've ever mornings. had on the show. I actually. love mornings. I feel like in the morning, like uh I can get more done. It's less distractions. You know what I mean? Versus yeah. then like yeah, I'm. Uh, if you, you understand what I'm saying, yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't mean, know. I, I feel like it's less distractions. Like, uh, it's not really, like, really too much going on in the morning. Like, I got right. it's just like me, myself, and I before Rachel. everybody else get up. I will be everybody to the. Gosh, we gotta to take the punch. notes. We bro. need to try. We yeah, should next it. week, Rachel. We should try waking Corey, up. Corey, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that could be so much fun. <laughs> Tell me how it goes when you do it. I'm not gonna be part. I'm sleeping, right. bro. I'm sleeping. My friends and I woke up at like five thirty one day, and we went to the gym at six. That's. Nice. I went to shoot my foot, but. I was like watching the sunrise. I'm like, yeah, wow, this is right. so cool. I don't need to do this again. Yeah. But it was <laughs> cool while it lasted. It was cool right, while it lasted. Right. right, right, right. I feel like once you uh, do it, because at first that's how I was in the beginning. But once I kept doing it, I was used to it. It wasn't. It's not bad. How long have you been doing it? Because I know it takes what, like, sixty days to form a habit yeah. or something. Um, I've been I've been doing it since the beginning of 2023. Dang, so that's 2023, that's when I really locked in. That's, like, when I started. Like, that was last year yeah, when yeah. I uh, started my podcast and all that. So that's when, like, last year I feel like I tapped in more. I could be, I could do better. But you know what I mean? But you do like, what you got to yeah, do. You, I know, I know so you've genuinely it. seen improvements kind of, like, in your career and your goals when you started to really lock in, give yourself a schedule that you stuck to. Right? Yep, yep, yep. That is cool. That's cool. Okay, yep. so we're going to touch on kind of, like, your upbringing, right? The okay. start of your life, and then we're just going to slowly go, go through um, reach the present and then talk about the future, right? Okay. Um, so, you know, you're doing amazing things. So we just want to know about your personal journey, your story, okay? Um, you grew up here, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. you grew up in Philly. So Philadelphia. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. So, Philadelphia. <laughs> right. Tell us how, how it was um, growing up in Philly and your inspirations and what brought you to kind of um, the work you're doing today. Okay. Uh, growing up in Philly, I would say it was fun. Um, it was fun. Uh, I enjoy. I enjoy where I'm from. I like. You know, what I mean, I'm always rapping Philly and stuff like that. Um, I would say that my mom and dad did move us out of the city uh, so we can like you know get uh better better for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like you know how it is in Philly. Mm-hmm. So they uh, moved us to Delaware um to like give us like better like uh, education and stuff like that. Um, I actually moved back. So we moved out in there temporary year. I actually moved back after I graduated and stuff like that. Um, and that's that's where it becomes like when my journey started and everything like what I'm doing now today. Um, because I remember how when I was younger, like we had like you know, as kids and stuff like that, we had things to do. We, like we was actually taught things. Like it was like actually like we actually had value brought to us. Like as kids and stuff like that. I feel like nowadays it's not too much of that. You know what I mean? I feel like kids nowadays like they got like a lot of technology in their face. Um, like it's it's a lot. It's it's a difference nowadays. So what I wanted to do is like come back to my city, come back to my community, and like you know what I mean. Just, like, uplift them, like, bring, like, you know, the things that we had back then, back, right, right, but, like, right. you know, in a different way. Like, uh, I don't know, because um, I work with kids, right. you know what I mean? So, like, I feel like, um, like, kids, they not, like, learning how we used to learn back then. I feel like they are they are missing out on a lot of things. Um, and then, like, with us, like, you know what I mean? I feel like we didn't, like, learn, like, the right things that we needed to learn in school, like finances, taxes, and stuff like that. So that's another thing like, I want to, you know, bring into the community because I also, like, work with life insurance and stuff like that. So, like, um, it's a lot that I got going on, but I also, I want to tie, like, all this in and one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that's what, um, that's what I'm kind of working on right now, like, in the process. That's but, cool. um, yeah, I love Philly. Uh, so that's why I came back to, you know, give back to my city. <laughs> I respect that. I yeah. love that. I yep, love yep. that. Just coming back here because, 
you you can we hear all the bad news about Philly. We never hear the good news. Right. We never hear what good people are doing around mm-hmm. here. Um, and I I know you've heard a lot of teachers have been talking about students not knowing how to read or write. Like fifth graders, uh, eighth graders, they're writing and talking at third, fourth grade mm-hmm. levels. So you're doing good work. Right. You're doing good work. Um, so who did you? Who were your inspirations growing up? Um, that's a good that's a great question. Uh, my inspiration growing up. I would say it's Martin Luther King. I always loved Martin Luther King coming up. Um, I feel like uh, like he made a change within this world. If it wasn't for Martin Luther King, like it was not, it would not be like you know how we is today. Like whites and blacks, all you know, everybody working together and stuff like that. So I would say Martin Luther King is somebody I look up to, um, and also Barack Obama. Barack Obama, he was our first black president. Uh, I remember when he became president. Right. <laughs> yeah, I remember when he became president. So I would say them to those are my uh, inspirations. It's Black History Month. So yeah, it's hey, Black History Month. Look, I almost forgot about that. How, yeah. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. No, I feel like we've low-key skimmed right over it. We definitely did. We have to focus on it next week. I don't think I'm week. doing we, we do. I actually, like, didn't feel like Black History Month. I just haven't seen much around. You Me know neither. What I, mean? I, like, fe- I felt the energy in the beginning of the month. But yeah. um, I don't know. I feel like these days are going by really fast. Yeah, These yeah. days are going by really fast. Yeah. The year is going by really fast. Yeah. We're in March. I mean, not yet. We're in March. Yeah. <laughs> We're in March. Heck, it's Friday. Out. It's well, Friday. Listen, like, we what? get 29 days this month. Oh, it's a leap year. Yeah. I've never understood a leap year. I'll be so honest with you. Like, I've never completely understood. I never understood it, but I felt like it's like an extra day. <laughs> we got to celebrate something. That, right. It's an extra day for us. <laughs> We're just extra. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. Oh, man. Okay, so, all right, so we tapped into um, kind of, you know, what you did growing up, what you're what you're looking to do, all that stuff. Let's talk about what type of time, okay? Type right, time. what type of time? <laughs> okay, so last year, you and your friend started a podcast, right? right? Mm-hmm. With your friend, specifically, Alante. Right. Like, shout out Alante. Does yeah, he go by shout Tay? out to A-Dot. Shout oh, A-Dot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alante, okay. A-Dot, it don't matter. You can call him Okay, A-Dot, Alante, <laughs> yeah. yep, yep. A-T-A-L, like, yep. what's up? So, tell us why you guys decided to start this podcast. Like, what was the reason? How did y'all get the name? Like, what type of time? Like, that's a cool name I for a podcast. That. Right, what? right. So, um, as you know, like, what type of time, that is, like, a Philly thing. We say that. You know what I mean? We always say what type of time. But uh, within our conversation, like, that's what we always said. Like, we would, like, have, like, a random conversation. Like, yo, what type of time? Like, we could be talking about, like, a situation. we like, what type of time? You know what I mean? So, we were sitting in my room one day, literally. This is, like, how it happened. We were just, like, talking about our goals, our dreams that we wanted, like, in the beginning of 2023. And um, I was already telling him about, like, I wanted to, like, start, uh, I wanted to start public interviews. Like, just go out and, like, you know, tap into people, like, see, like, what type of time they mental on, like, what type of time they on their own days and stuff like that. And um, literally, it, we just had a conversation, like, yo, bro, we should start a podcast. And we should call it What Type Tom. And we just started from there. He already had a studio uh, that we can, like, start recording from. And literally, we went to go um, visit the studio did a tour and everything like that. I signed up for my membership, and it's been going going ever since. Shout out Rex Philly. Yeah, shout that's out. literally how I went. Shout out to Rex Philly. I love it, dear. Uh, I would say that's my stepping grounds for now. Yeah, man. Because I'm trying to go to the top. Nah, for real. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a good place to yeah. be if you're yeah, trying to work it. to the top. A lot yeah. of a lot of professionals over there. Right. Okay. No, that's so awesome. So you talked about like how that's your favorite phrase, but what did, exactly do you guys talk about on the podcast? We see that you guys have a lot of guests. What type of guests are on your show? Tell okay. us the details. So, um, on our, um, and it's actually switching up now, but when we first started out, we was like, uh, big on like entrepreneurship. 
So we was like, um, and it does, it didn't have to like necessarily be entrepreneurship. Um, it could be like you know like what type of time you on like nowadays and like within yourself. So like basically you'll come on our podcast and share like um, like what you got going on. like say if you was going to school like you got you got school going on and stuff like that. Uh, you'll come on like tell us like what you're going to school for. You know what I mean? Like how you like what you chasing out of life and stuff like that. Um, we're big on the mental, so we always tap into like our guest mental when they come in and things like that. Um, so that's basically what it's for. Like we basically like just like you know uplifting entrepreneurship, um, helping people like you know do better like within their journey. Um, there's some people that do come on. We actually like keep up with them. And, like we will like keep promoting them. Uh, like always share they like always share them to our story. Like they get like their own little personal story in our Instagram bio and stuff like that. So um, we just like it's basically like a dictionary. Like that's what we're trying to like you know be a dictionary for Philly. Like uh, what type of time Philly on? We got people over here that do hair. People that's over here that help you with life insurance. People that's over here that help you like help kids tutor and stuff like that. Um, people that's into into construction. Uh, nails, you know all that type of stuff. So like basically like have like a little dictionary for our, um, you know Philly. Tell so, like what type of town they on and stuff like that. That's so cool. That's yep. cool. It's still a work in progress. I promise you. It's still a work in progress. I feel like uh, you know, we always like got some like, you know, gearing up like switching and stuff like that. But um that's basically the moral of like what we got going on with what type of town. So what's coming up next? That's a good question. Um You should release it to the public. You should tell That is a good wake question. Wake up call. So um new uh what we got going on with what type of town, I would say that we're um like basically like trying to change the scenery. Uh, like, trying to be, like, in, like, you know, in different areas and, like, try to, like, step outside of right. Like, try to do interviews and stuff, like, outside. You know what I mean? Like, come, like, like probably, like, go to people, um place of business. Like, where they work at and stuff like that. Like, basically, like, do live interviews and things like that and that such. But um that's probably the only newest thing that we got, like, the upcoming. Like, basically, like, step outside of uh, Rec Philly and, like, do more outside, if that makes sense. Um Also, skits. We're trying to, like, start, like, you know, do more skits out there. I'm re- I'm a really funny guy. I'm a little nervous right now, <laughs> but like I'm really like goofy. I'm real outgoing and stuff like that. So uh, the skit thing that's something that we're trying to do. Like basically like um, inspirational skits, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like the stuff that like will like draw people attention, uplift them, and basically bring attention to our podcast. If that makes sense. You guys have the perfect kind of personalities, the perfect uh, platform. Thank you. The perfect idea. So you guys are definitely. I can see it going up Thank from you. here. It's only that. up from here. In I your bags. That. In your Christian Dior bags. <laughs> <laughs> you, he's in his, they're in their bags. You are. You are. We are in them. They're in the bag. Deep, 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 deep. We're in them. But why do I always be feeling like I need to go harder? I feel like that's everybody, though. Yeah. Like, you know, you have to. Because <clears throat> you're your biggest critic. Like, right. I'll tell Rachel all the time. I listen to the show, and I always have things I think we need to improve on. Mm-hmm. But then people listen, and they say it's great. But I'm like, are you sure about that? Why right. are you lying? Right. right. If right. people only ever stopped at great, we wouldn't get anywhere. Exactly. You wouldn't. Yeah. Exactly. You have to always be hard. On Got exactly. Not too hard on yourself. But hard Not too hard. Yourself. Right. Take your own advice, Corey Parker. <laughs> Take your own advice. Don't be too hard on yourself. Don't out me. Don't out <laughs> me. <laughs> so after people um, tune into your podcast and all of that, you want them to take away kind of just a new sense of pride for Philly, for entrepreneurs in the area, and also kind of you know promoting these people, which mm-hmm. is which is really really truly awesome. So uh, you mentioned tutoring, right? Uh, and you started a tutoring business called Cool Kids. Yep, yep. All right. So tell us more about uh, your work with that. Tell us more about because you did tell us what inspired you to do it. Right. How's that going? How's it going? It's going great. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. So um, I love working with kids. Like I mentioned earlier, like um, I want to bring like back 
you know, like something great for the kids. I feel like these kids, like nowadays, they don't have like what we had back then. Uh, they like more tapping into technology. So um, I went to school, like when I was in high school, I went to school for Pathway. I had a Pathway in uh, early childhood education. Um, I wasn't big on college. I didn't go to I went to school for about like three years, um, but it didn't work out for me. Um, so uh, I just, I mean, I'm still going to go back. I'm still going to go back because I got to get my master's and stuff like that. But like my whole thing, like with the kids and stuff like that, I want to bring, I want to teach them stuff that they don't like know about. You know what I mean? Like in school, yes, we learn about math, reading, writing, all that stuff, that things that we need to learn about and stuff like that. But I feel like once we graduate high school and, you know, we go to the real world, like um, college is not for everybody. You know what I mean? So I feel like, um, like with me, I want to like teach like, you know, the new upcoming generation about like, you know, like basically I like, have like different programs and stuff like that, like for the kids to like to come like throughout, you know, school and stuff like that. When we teach them about taxes, teaching them about life insurance, teaching them about like, you know, their money and stuff like that, because like that's real world situations. You know what I mean? Like I'm not knocking nothing that's going on in school. Like that's stuff that we need to learn. You know what I mean? But I feel like coming out of school, like, I want to just, like, put in place, like, more programs for the kids, more place, programs for, like, teenagers and all that type of stuff so they, like, know, like, real-life situations out here because I ain't going to lie. I feel like we just get fed to the wolves when we get out here. I got out of high school. Uh, I was on my own, 18, had my own apartment, car, and everything like that, and it got taken away from me because I wasn't uh, educated on my finances and stuff like that. I was just willy-nilly just spending, you know what I mean, just doing that, and a lot of us have that, you know, um, problem as we get older and stuff like that. Um, so I would say, like, just, like, try to, like, financially educate people in our community. You know what I mean? I feel like that's really, like, the number one big opponent. You know what I mean? Like, to keep us on our feet and keep us going. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. There are a yeah. lot of uh, structural issues. Yeah. And, and education is one of them. Finances right. are another one. Yeah. So, definitely. Yeah. Not to knock college, but, girl. Not, I'm not knocking college at all because I still want to go back. But I feel like we just need to shed a light on different aspects. No, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, I that's agree, what they yeah. teach us. They <laughs> teach us to go to school. Like, go do this, go do that. And. You're going to school to spend all that money. You're going to school to do it. It's just a lot. You know what I mean? It's a lot to come with it, but I got a different perspective out of it. But I'm not knocking school. I definitely want to go back. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, you're an educator. Sure. Of course you're right. not knocking yeah, school. Right, I, I, right. Trust me, I, I love feel school. you. No. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. You really right. are. Because, like, we don't leave... I didn't leave high school knowing how to pay taxes. Heck, I still don't know how to pay taxes. And buying a car, buying mm-hmm. a house, like how do you do that? Right. You don't learn that stuff. And that's stuff you actually need to know. Mm-hmm. Here we are going to school to learn about limits and stats and fractions and graphs. <laughs> and I don't even know how to pay taxes right. or buy a house. So right. what am I going to do when I graduate? You know, so right. I definitely love that. And especially starting young. Mm-hmm. So then they can teach the next generation. Right. Yeah. Super important. That's another thing I was mentioning earlier, like a fraction. Have you ever used a fraction outside in the real world? No. <laughs> that's my point exactly. Like, it's nothing wrong because, like, that's, like, it's great that we learn about that stuff because, like, yeah, but, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, we got to shed a light on yeah, like real things. apply it yeah. to real things at the very least right, instead of a bunch right, of hypothetical. Right. What do you mean Johnny has 30 apples? What am I? I don't care. Yeah, like, dude, for real. I don't literally, care. Literally. I love it. It's always, <laughs> it's always like a Johnny, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> and of course, we're, you know, we're talking That's about like the most basic stuff. But God, like, anyway, anyway, yeah. it, it's true. I, I respect what you're doing. I respect it. Um, so how can people get involved in your tutoring services? Uh, where Where can people find you? Um, that's a great question. Uh, on Instagram, I'm on Instagram at underscore underscore dot youth. Uh, I might be saying that wrong. Uh, I got about like three Instagram accounts. You but- do. You have a lot of Instagrams. <laughs> You're really in your Instagram bag right now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if anything, you can follow me at CMB Leader. CMB Leader. That's three E's. S E E E M B Leader. 
Uh, you can find me on there. And uh, in my bio, uh, it tells, like, I got all my accounts in my bio. So you could just click on there from there. Okay. And then we'll post that on our Instagram yes. as well. So yes, yes. He yes. runs Instagram. Yeah. I he love runs Instagram. Instagram. I love, I, I feel like um, content, uh, what is it? Uh, Creation? Yeah, kind of, that's what I'm trying to tap in more this year. Y'all know Nas. Nas came on here. Yeah. I am a fan of him. He be doing his thing. Or he be doing his thing with the content. But I feel like this year, that's what I'm trying to tap more into. Right. Just like, you know what I mean? Content creating. No, you should. It's a fun thing. But listen, now let's kind of transition into your upcoming project. So we talked about your tutoring. We talked about what type of time or WTT. Right, right. Right. We (laughs) talked about Rec Philly. We talked about your upbringing. But you're also currently working on a new solo project titled Philly Dream. Yes. Tell us about it. So this, I'm really excited about this. I'm all, you see me, I'm over here all cheesy already about you it. Are. So I literally just finished up editing my first episode for uh, Philly Dream last night. So uh, that episode will be out on the 29th. Um, but Philly Dream came, because like, remember I told you earlier, like I always wanted to like uh, like go out and do my my public interviews and stuff like yes. that. So um, this is where it comes from. You know what I mean? Like I've been working on this uh, project for like over a year. Like even when I was like working with What Type Time, I was like basically like doing my homework. Like, knowing what I want to do on my, you know, on my own personal timeline, stuff like that. So, uh, Philly Dream is going to be for uh, anybody. It don't have, you don't have to be from Philly. You could, like, be, like, all, like, any any part of the city and stuff like that. You'll come on the pod. Uh, like, basically, like, tell your dream. Like, be right, real authentic. Like, be yourself. You know what I mean? Like, tell us your dream. What, what part of the city you're from? What's your dream? And how you chasing it? Um, so... Yeah, that's what I got on works right now. Uh, like basically, I'm trying to go out there and like basically like do like uh like more like public interviews. Uh, um, basically like tap into you know I don't know like I feel like as a whole like in Philly I feel like uh like what what we call Philly like Philly is the heart. What we say like brotherly love, brotherly love and stuff like that. And I feel like we're losing it. You know what I mean? So I want to, like, get, like, more, like, tapped into my community. Because I ain't going to lie. I could be more standoffish to myself and stuff like that. But I know I have a big heart and I'm very outgoing and stuff like that. So, it's like, I want to make it my business, like, to actually just go out there and reach the people. Uh, like, just, like, you know, just, like, be there for them, like, in other ways. You know what I mean? Like, just actually, like, I don't know, uplift our people in the community and stuff like that. So that's basically, like, what this pod is going to be about. Uh, basically, like, big one, chasing your dream. Don't give up. Keep going because we all got dreams. So, like, just chase it. Don't be afraid. Okay. I'm so yeah. excited about this. <laughs> I want to empower excited. my people. <laughs> right. It's going to be kind of like, um, you know, those people that's like, oh, what do you do for work? Except a lot more inspirational, right. aspirational. Right. Yep, right. Yep, yep. I yep. love that. I love that. No, that's super cool. And there's so many amazing people you're going to be able to find. Literally. I can't wait. I really can't wait. I got a lot of people on. I got a lot of people on mine. A lot of people lined up. You guys are definitely part of it. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Okay. I had to say it here first. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> I had to say it here first. Right, right, right. But I can't wait for that. I can't no, wait for I that. I love that. So how long are each of the episodes going to be? Um, So my first episode I just finished last night is just a personal episode of myself. That came up to 14 minutes. Uh, that's a long episode, uh, if you ask me. Um, So like I feel like my episodes will be up to like 30 minutes. Okay. What you guys think? Okay. 30 minutes. I was thinking up minutes. to 30 minutes because I know like with, w, with WTT, uh, it does like, I'm not going to say it dragged at 30 minutes, but I would say it depends on the guest. Yeah. So like, um, if like an artist came on there, that probably would take like a little more time, mm-hmm. um, because like they, uh, like they basically like it, like their story is longer. You know what I mean? So it depends on like who that person is, and, like what they got going on and stuff like that. But the limit, I would say like thirty minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes is yeah, a good amount. Thirty, twenty-five minutes, thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't feel yeah. like it needs to be that long because you said it's really only like three questions, right? Yeah. So I feel like it could even be like one of your short things, like fifteen. Right. Because it, three questions, your story. 
maybe you have a follow-up question. Mm-hmm. A story might take, what, two, three minutes? It depends on who's talking. Yeah, that is true. There's That's some yappers. <laughs> I love how you said that, though, too, because like I was literally just thinking about it this morning because uh, I already got a podcast going on. So I'm thinking about making a, a Philly dream, like an Instagram type joint. Oh. So like we're, um, I'm like basically like doing like a bunch of collabs and stuff like that. It's basically still going to be a podcast, but an Instagram pod, if that makes sense. Mm, that so work. would you post the audio on like podcast platforms? Um, like I'm, I'm like it's gonna like basically be a visual too. It's gonna be a visual Ooh. and all that. So um, like I'll bring, I'll invite. You. Like say if I was doing an interview with you, I'll invite you to the place. We'll do like a quick interview. Like basically, I'll ask you the top three questions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, before then, it's gonna be like an introduction. Like you introduce introduce yourself and stuff like that. Like I have a, I got an idea. But I like that you said that. I think I'm gonna keep it short because I do want it on Instagram. And um, like I said, I'm already doing a podcast, so I don't want to like overwhelm myself with that because I was thinking that too. Like all this editing and stuff like that. Mm. Does get a bit overwhelming. Um, basically, I already got like a podcast going on, so um, I think I'm gonna just switch that up because I went to this pod. Did y'all hear about that podcast? At Wreck Philly. It was. It wasn't at Wreck Philly. It was like um, what is uh, I can't think of the names right now. Please help me out. I can't um, help you. I don't know. Two guys, free. Uh, Wallow, Wallow, and uh, Gilly. You don't know oh, Wallow and Gilly? Gilly, Gilly the King. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. so they had. That, it took me a long time to get their name, but I'm definitely like big on them. Uh, Wallow and Gilly, they had, like, the PodCon, uh, the beginning of the year, as soon as the year started, mm. um, they had a PodCon, and, like, basically, they was, like, uh, they had different people on there, like, from, uh, like, do podcasting, they had uh, Angela on there that do the shade room, and stuff mm. like that, like, basically, like, people on there that had got, got their own stuff going on, and um, they basically gave me the idea, like, we're just, like, going on Instagram, and, like, doing, like, an Instagram pod podcast or something mm-hmm. like that i don't think that's exactly what they said but it's something similar to that. i gotta go back and look at my notes so like but short, yeah. yeah basically like short podcasts where like i'm gonna still post on youtube but it's like basically gonna be like more for like instagram because i feel it. like that's where you get like that that's where you really gonna get the attention at it's and easier TikTok, you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah tiktok interview you know because I, mean? I don't really feel like a lot of people be on youtube i'm definitely on youtube but i feel like um people not going to go search for that type of stuff well i will say sense. there is there there is a market there definitely is a market for long form content cuz that's what i look for on my, in podcasts on, my. on youtube and on, YouTube. on spotify right, right when i'm right, going on right. a long drive i need something that's like an hour right so right. you know like Corey said if it's just three questions you know go with the flow maybe mm-hmm. put a limit whatever whatever but it really depends you, you know you can play around with that yeah, you know yeah. what i mean splice it up throw it on youtube shorts right yeah all right, that stuff right, so yeah. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, I'm wait. excited. February 29th, here we come. Ooh, February 20th. That's <laughs> next yeah. Thursday. Literally, that's yeah. next Thursday. So I'm so glad. That's why I was happy when you brought it up because I'm like, I literally just finished the episode last night. Yeah. It's just ready to be dropped at this point. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Y'all heard it right it. here. He's dropping his first episode of Philly Dream. Philly Dream next Thursday. So make sure y'all tune in. What time? Um, I don't have a time yet. Okay. I don't have a time yet, but I was basically like thinking like more like late afternoon, late mm. evening, or something like that. Said late by. You know what I mean? Yeah. Peak, so peak like, social media time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got it. He knows. He knows. Yeah. Right, he so knows. I'm gonna do it around that time. Um. But the crazy part, I was gonna drop on the first, mm. and so I'm like, oh wait. Well, I was talking to my friend, and he like, uh, it's 29 days in this year, and so like that. I said, like, oh, maybe I should drop it on the 29th. Well, I said 29 days of the year, 29 leave of this month. Maybe I should drop it on the 29th, so that way it's already out for the first. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It was and just then, my then, thought process. Right? No, that's good. Because the next leap year, you can be like, oh, you know, we can. Yeah, right. no, you can have a very yeah, special yeah, episode. Right. Right. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. Okay, okay, I like that. I yeah. like that. For it. All right, so we're short for time. We okay. are short for time. Um, but, Corey, do you want to ask one last question? Yes. So, the last question I have for you is, what advice do you have for people that want to just 
chase their dreams and follow the things that they're passionate about. You, I think, are like the epitome of if you have a dream, a Philly dream, hello, yeah, right? Yeah. Go chase after it. You're doing so many things. Right. So what advice would you give? I guess there's two questions. What advice would you give to people wanting to chase their dreams and their passions? And then what advice would you give to people who need help balancing everything that they're involved in? Okay. Um, for people that's uh, chasing their dreams, um, I would tell them to keep going. Never give up. You know what I mean? Like, of course, you're going to have, you're going to have hurdles to come up with, you know, Come up in your process to like that, but I would say jump that hurdle. You know what I mean? Like don't be don't don't stop. Like don't be scared and stuff like that. I would say, uh, what was the sex, second question? Advice to just balancing everything. And um, advice with balancing everything, I would say slow down. Okay, and I'm gonna say that one more time. Slow down. Don't rush through life. You know what I mean? Like just take your time with your things and stuff like that. Because even salt look like sugar. You know what I mean? So like don't just like just be willy nilly and like just like jumping into stuff. I would say take your time. Slow down, you know what I mean, and you're gonna be straight. Like, don't overwhelm yourself, and yeah, because I, I always gotta keep that in mind. Because I, I could be like real all over the place and just doing too much, and that's where I, I mess up in my process. So, just slow down, take your time, and you got this. I love that. Yep, well, thank you so so much for joining us. I would ask you your social media, but you said it earlier. But say it one more time for the people in the back CMB leader, follow me, follow me. Three E's, three E's, and seam. Yep, yes, all right, with the S. Yes, with yes. <laughs> So listen, y'all, we'll be right back. Don't leave us just yet. Up next, we have Campus Conversations. But before we do that, let's listen to some tunes. We have Needed Me by Rihanna playing right now, and we'll be back soon. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to WHIP Radio's Wake Up Call. I'm your host here with Rachel Abelard and Seam Bleeder, and it's time for our last segment called Campus Conversations. For those of you that are new, this is when we really just get into college talk. Y'all wanted it, so we had to give it to you. Exactly. So, Rachel, tell us what we're talking about today. So today we're going to touch on group projects. Please. Delegating that work and teamwork and all that good stuff right so all three of us right right, we all know how it is to work as a team um as a group how the challenges challenges that might come with that um the successes that might come from that so guys how do you guys handle teamwork do you guys end up taking the leadership role do you guys end up taking a backseat like how do you do it that's a great question uh i'm gonna i'm gonna take the lead (laughs) i'm gonna always take the lead um it depends on like uh what the situation is from if i don't know what i'm doing then I'm going to, like, you know, definitely, like, try to lean on my people, like, try to see, like, you know, like, where we can, like, help each other at. But I always, like, will try to take the lead. Right. I'm always going to take the lead. Right, right, right. <laughs> and you? I take the lead. Right. I definitely take the lead. Um, and especially when no one else takes the lead. Yeah. Like, now, right. it's, if no one else takes the lead, it's like, okay, I I'll be the it. lead. Yeah. And now, y'all will follow. Right, right, right. right. And it's going to be good because, like, when I put my foot into it, my whole body's into it. Like, right. I don't take it lightly. Right. 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 They say, what, don't let, if you want something to be done well, you got to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's that's that on that. So how do you guys delegate the work? Because they're, you know. You uh, can't. You can't delegate the work because the people won't uphold their side of the stick. Corey's talking from her heart. She's right, she though. She <laughs> She, I'm over here looking like, no, she is right. She is right. Um, <laughs> I would say, like, I feel like, I feel like working in a team is it's it's pretty hard. It's hard cuz uh that's where uh what you call it uh emotions kick in and stuff Hello? like that. It be a lot it be a lot going on like it's a lot with that. So, how do we deal with how do we deal problems? with it? You yeah. got to do it yourself. 
Because the other thing is, when you have a team, and if you as the leader, right, and I feel like you can relate to this. Mm -hmm. As a leader, you have a vision, right? And you do the work. But if your people don't follow the vision, you just got to do it yourself. Just got to do it. So you just have to do it yourself and then let them take the credit. Is that the solution, though? That's not the solution. That's not the solution. Um, I would say that... um, I would try to like tap into them, like you know what I mean. If I if you lacking or something, I'm trying to like figure out like what's going on. Right. You good? Where you right, at? Right, you don't know right, what's right. going on. Like, can I help you with something? You know what I mean? It's like that. But if you just like bleep me, like act like you don't want nothing to do with this and things like that, then it's like that's where it come in. Then you gotta, gotta do, do it yourself. I gotta just do it. But uh, I'm not about to babysit you neither. Like, I'm not about to hold your hand and stuff like that. Like this is a team. You know what I mean? Like we doing this together. So. um this how I'm treating you and how I'm work. I would expect the same thing in return. You know right. what I mean? But right, like, right. you know what I mean? It's different strokes to different folks. So for real, for real. I what don't do you know. do? Me? So I. It really depends on what it is. If it's something that I'm not too passionate about, I'll take the back seat. I'll let whoever handle it. Mm-hmm. If it's something that I care about, I'll run the whole thing from start to finish, and I'll be like, hey. You do this, you do that. Because a lot of people take comfort in that leader. Not everyone can be a leader all the time. So you got to really know when to play your role, right? So I tell people what to do when I feel like they're right in that role. So if someone is better at writing, you're going to handle the mm-hmm. writing thing. If you're better at taking pictures, you're going to handle yeah. that. I'm not going to force you to do what you can't right. do. Um, how do I deal with teamwork problems? If it's an assignment and we got to get stuff done, like Corey said, I'm going to just get it done. If it's um, you know, kind of a side project, you know, it's hard. It's really hard to encourage people to do work that they don't want to do or don't have the time to do or don't want to prioritize. Literally. Dealing with that, it's really conversation. It's really conversation. Saying what you need, mm-hmm. um, when you need it, deadlines and setting clear boundaries, um, and then going from there. So we're still working on that. You know what I mean? We're still trying to figure that out. So uh, it's a work in progress, but... It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. I want to know what what other people um, thought processes are, especially in 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 school where people just be people just be doing anything. They be doing anything in school. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think to this point earlier too, you got to tap into them. You have to figure out the type of person that you're working with too, because mm-hmm. you can't approach like for an example. Okay, I, respectfully, I don't really know you that well, mm-hmm. but the way I would approach Rachel, I couldn't approach you the same way. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to really like figure out the type of people you're working with. And then move accordingly, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely, for sure. Communication is key. Exactly, it it's key. And that's kind of the, the end of that, you know I mean? Talk to your people. Right. Talk to be, be like, hey, bro, you're not upholding your end. Um, what can we do? You know what I mean? In the most respectful way possible. Um, so That part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's all for Campus Conversation, guys. Right. Um, we're running out of time. But we will see you bright and early Monday morning, 9 a.m. Corey and I will be on air and we'll be yapping about, you know, whatever we yap about, right? <laughs> right. But listen, it's time for another break. Don't forget, you guys can catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you missed out on any parts of this episode or any other episodes, we will see you on Monday. Peace out. Thank you.